Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, a second's coming up in a second, guys. So bear with it. Here in two seconds. Three, two. I got it. We're ready. Here we go. Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, March 27, 2020, and welcome to episode number 813 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> this is the one and the only and will forever will be WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Of course, we'll start things off with our wrestling news abuser segment being brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared Girolamo. J.D. is a three-time WWS Hall of Famer, of course, 2015-2017 with King Ice and, and the two, a member of the 2020 Legacy wing of the Hall of Fame, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also with us here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, he is a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer and a 2020 member of the Hall of Fame's Legacy Wing. He's also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. He is a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. And if you think about that other, if you think about that classic 60 sitcom, Happy Days, think about that one of the central characters doing a little something, I do believe, just like this. He went, hey. Here, folks and gentlemen, Fonzie is also here with us as well. <clears throat> Before we get undergoing with tonight's itinerary here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and welcome, of course, J.D. and Fonzie to what should be a powerful time here tonight on episode 813 of Revolution. Speak yep, to me, warriors. 
Okay. The ultimate, the ultimate war is almighty and powerful. Yeah. The and you, my JD friend, right will be knowing that I have a couple folders in my cup. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, oh my god. <laughs> Well, not bad, J.D., I, and that's probably the last that good old Mr. WCWS needs tonight. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> our live video feed tonight comes from one of our veteran groups in the WCWS uh, stable of groups, of course, on Facebook. As we call WCWS Nitro. If you join us through our live video feed for Revolution Episodes 813, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Nitro Thunder Libs. And if you care to also join us through TalkShoe.com, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Call our ID, uh, 138055-POUND, the matching six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight, which, ladies and gentlemen, is pretty much simply just like this. It'll be our news and views. Yes, it'll be our history and birthdays. Absolutely. <clears throat> Also, I'll be taking care of your history and birthdays for the day. Of course, we won't have the human suplex machine, John Gross, but we'll, but I will take care of that here tonight for you as well. But, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be, it is going to be a night of, I guess, reminiscing, as ladies and gentlemen, pretty much all night long here. Even, and I may even go back to some of the lists we've already done. But what we're going to simply do here, ladies and gentlemen, we're going, we're going to talk shop here on. Everything going on here, everything, of course, of the past uh, uh, big time moments here, of course, here of wrestling history here. As, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go all out here. And, guys, even if we, these are matches we've already done, I'm going to go back to doing some of these because I think we, I think we could probably fill the whole night with all these. We're going to go back and have a full-blown uh, wrestling pay-per-view extravaganza, of course, as I referred to before, blast from the past. We're going to do nothing but talk about matches, matches, and matches galore. We hope to also hear, of course, here momentarily from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as, of course, um, Danny from Moat Park about their take about what's been going on here in the world of wrestling as well. So we're going to have a big old time. We're going to have a big old talk here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, without, without a shadow of a doubt. So ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get this party started here at 9.39 p.m. Eastern Time. On, like I said, Friday, March 27, 2020, as we, of course, we go ahead and get things rolling with our wrestling news and views here segment, and of course, here to bring it here to us, I'm King Ice, is the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, JD, go ahead, what's going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? When last night we left you, we thought WrestleMania 36 was ready to go and with everything in the bag. Now it is not so. Roman Reigns announced last night he will not be facing Goldberg for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania 36. Ryan Santa Pro Wrestling Sheet reported yesterday that Reigns expressed concerns about working the match due to the coronavirus concerns due to his compromised immune system stemming from his battle with leukemia. As a result, however, Braun Strowman will step in his place, however, as a result of this, however. Meanwhile, however, in addition to that, however, we understand, however, that Andrade St. Almas suffered a rib injury that prevented him from working the Raw tag title match at the tapings of WrestleMania 36. Mike Johnson, PW Insider, reports that the injury occurred during Monday night's matchup first featuring him and Angel Garza versus Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. 
On Friday, Garza, however, was scheduled to challenge the Street Profits for the Raw Tag Team titles at WrestleMania. As a result, Austin Theory will now take his place. In addition to that, Bobby Lashley, Dana Brooke, The Miz, who's apparently saying he's sick, and Rey Mysterio have all been announced that they will not compete as well. Dana Brooke and Rey Mysterio in quarantine, while Bobby Lashley was coming back from a South African tour for the WWE and was kept in quarantine himself, however. That is why he has not been on Raw the last couple of weeks. Meanwhile, in addition to that, however, we do have an update, however, in other news, however. So, about that report of Oscar and Cesaro, however, not being clear for WrestleMania. Yeah, not so fast. The figure four wrestling F4W daily report notes that despite Wrestling Inc.'s report, the two both work WrestleMania without health issues. Uh, Oscar was reportedly set for the yet unannounced Women's Tag Team Championship match, while Cesaro does not yet have a reported match. Hour. Oscar and, of course, Kari Sane were set to defend their Women's Tag Team titles, however, first in a triple threat against Beth Phoenix and Natalya, and Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, and then in just a tag match against Cross and Bliss. WWE never officially announced the match, and as of now, it looks like it will not be taking place whatsoever, mind you. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cesaro, of course, wrestled on the March 20th edition of SmackDown last week, and Oscar has appeared on both Raw and SmackDown at the Performance Center. In fact, Oscar is currently advertised to wrestle Alexa Bliss tonight on SmackDown, which was taped at some point over the last week. Meanwhile, however, as far as Roman Reigns goes, however, in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer confirmed that it was Reigns who made the call not to be a part of the show anymore. He said that Reigns' decision came from the fact that The Miz is sick, although he did not say it was COVID-19 or something else, and the Usos were said to be very, very unhappy about it. Meanwhile, however, Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn is now officially set for WrestleMania 36, however. Drew Gulak defeated Shinsuke Nakamura tonight on SmackDown, giving Bryan the title shot against Zayn at the pay-per-view, however. And now Sami will, of course, defend his IC title against, of course, Daniel Bryan. Coming up, believe it or not, however, if you will, however, at WrestleMania, however. Meanwhile, however, AJ, let's see here, some other news, we'll talk about AJ Styles here in just a little bit. Uh, what else do I have? I do have some other news reports, however. Um, just bear with me here, folks, I'm trying to find this story. Yes, uh, yes, Austin Terry will be replacing him. Uh, um, hold on a second, oh yeah, here we go. As of now, the next WWE TV taping set for the Performance Center is set to take place, however, on April 10th, the Friday following WrestleMania, depending on if it will take place, considering the fact that the uh, expiration of the so-called date, however, will be up on April 9th. Teddy Hart, meanwhile, has now been in trouble yet again. Teddy, of course, has been charged in the incident involving Maria Maniac, and new details about the whole thing are online. He has been charged in an incident involving Maria, and new details about the whole thing are reported as followed. Hart was arrested after an incident where, according to Indy wrestler Ace Montana's Facebook post, he assaulted his girlfriend, Maria Maniac. According to PW Insider, those details are accurate as far as the police report is concerned. He has been dealing with several legal issues as of late, and this is his third arrest in just literally six weeks. Maniac is identified as the victim in the police report, which led to charges of strangulation resulting resulting in wounding or bodily harm in a hearing held early yesterday morning in Richmond, Virginia. The charges of Class 6 felony could land him in prison for one to five years, along with a fine of up to $2,500, however. 
Uh, meanwhile, however, Matt Riddle is back in the news, too. Yes, the bro man has previously reported, however, recently had a chance to say the following, however, in a tweet, however, about Roman backing out of the match, however, prior to yesterday, saying the following on Twitter. I'm here for you, Willie G. If you need anything like a new opponent, just not, just let, not let your bro know. So apparently Matt Riddle continues to stir the hornet's nest, if you will. Uh, let's see here. I did see something else here. Bear with me here, folks. Um, oh, yes, another person, however, has not been cleared to Russell. Murphy, however, of the Seth Rollins Disciple Group, was originally set to appear this past Monday, but was not cleared, however. There's no further information as to what is wrong with him, however, if you ask mm. me. Uh, let's see here. I did see, however, some other stuff, however. Bear with me. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, right back home. His pussy hurts. Very, I'm uh, RH has announced his plans for the upcoming TV shows as follows. Whoops, I just had it a second ago. Uh, TV shows, however. They, as a result, Kevin Eck reported the news, however, in his X-Files blog at the RH website, however, beginning with this week's episode of ROH Wrestling, the weekly television program will spotlight a specific wrestler tag team. Eck writes, first up, it's time to man up as Jane Briscoe, however, are the featured stars, if you will. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brody Lee is in the news. Yes, Luke Harper is back in the news, however. He appeared on the Talk is Jericho podcast this week and say that his AEW contract allows an order for New Japan Pro Wrestling and a number of independent dates. That was kind of a big deal to me, too. It's like I want the freedom to do just about everything, said Lee. I would love to go to New Japan as I've watched it my entire life pretty much from when I was just coming up. Those older matches, and then once it blew up, I was like, okay, that's the place to be. And who knows, maybe in six months my age will be scratched on like I don't need it. I think there are some very intriguing matches there. I just want to wrestle around the world again and do it on my own terms this time. So a pretty good interview, to say the least. And finally, however, mind you, we got two more things to talk about quickly. On 205 Live tonight, however, here are the matches you will see advertised for the show. They include Tony Abs, a.k.a. Tony Means versus Only Lord Can, and Isaiah Sarah Scott versus Juan King Wild. And also, believe it or not, Tower, talking about a generous uh, thing, however, mind you, Rusev is in the news. Yes, folks, Rusev has actually pledged money to crew members that are affected by this latest flu blood bug. According to reports, Tower, he pledged to donate $20,000 to help crew members that happen to be, quote, sitting at home without income as a result of the so-called pandemic. In Bulgaria, he said on social media, we say it's not a lot, but it's from the heart. Very class act by Rusev, to say the least. Oh, absolutely. And without a shadow of a doubt here, of course, after that, they're showing so that, Jay, of course, ladies and gentlemen, despite... J.D., uh, hmm. who, who's replacing the Miz, then? There's not going to be no tag team champions, then, right? That's correct. There will be no tag match. That is correct, yes, from what we have heard. Yes. Okay. So the there winner of the the Usos in the New Day who was who was the winner? I'm watching it right now, but you probably already have the spoiler already. I do not have the spoilers. Oh, uh, you don't? Okay. okay. Sorry okay. about that, Chad. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No problem. Thank you very much there. Of course, J.D. Of course, J.D. along with King N.W.O. Gerard T. Smith is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team to bring all the news that fits the print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape 
you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination and we would never ever try not even in one million years yeah <laughs> yes indeed ladies and gentlemen of course human suplex machine john gross and i are here tonight so i'll be taking care of your wrestling history and birthdays here for today march the 27th we got some a couple of interesting pieces of uh, bits of bits of history here actually took place in the same year believe it or not uh so uh we'll go and tell you pieces of history i have but both that both took place on this date in 1988 so you would definitely get a kick out of this ladies and gentlemen of course wf did present wrestlemania 4 from the trump plaza hotel casino in atlantic city new jersey little 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 interesting tidbit here it was actually held in the atlantic city convention hall which is known today as boardwalk hall but as part of the deal to host wrestlemania trump plaza hotel and casino got hosting name rights believe it or not Hmm. 18,165 were in attendance with 485,000 homes watching, of course, on pay-per-view. The show's hook was a one-night tournament that crowned an undisputed WWF champion. The title was vacated back in February after Andre the Giant controversially won the title from Hulk Hogan on the main event, then sold said title less than two minutes later to Ted DiBiase. DiBiase was stripped of the title about a week later on WWF Superstars, and the title was declared vacant. With the winner of the first ever, yes, of course, this was the first ever WWF title tournament to be crowned champion. This was the first time in the 25-year history of the WWF title that the belt was vacated for a significant amount of time. It was vacated for a week back in 1979 when Antonio Inoki refused the title following a controversial finish to a title match against Bob Backlund. Now, this particular uh, this vac this particular vacating of the belt was not is it is and even though it should be but it was not officially recognized by wwe and ladies and gentlemen of course we will acknowledge even though wwe will not i don't know why they don't want to acknowledge part of their history but that is part of their history andre the giant and hulk hogan the two most recent champions at the time received first round buys they also received each other as second round opponents very interesting match ratings are from wrestling observer newsletters dave Meltzer is reporting the internet wrestling database all-star ratings are out of five, uh, or of course, are out of five stars indeed. Non-tournament matches in order of occurrence. Of course, these bouts occurred between rounds with the Battle Royal opening the show. In a non-tournament match, Bad News Brown last eliminated Bret Hart to win a 20-man over the top of a Battle Royal. Of course, other participants were Boris Zukov, Brian Blair, Danny Davis, George Steele, Harley Race, Hillbilly Jim, Jacques Rougeau, Jim Brozell, Jim Neidhart, Jim Powers, Junkyard Dog, Ken Patera, Nikolai Volkov, Paul Roma, Raymond Rougeau, Ron Bass, our good friend Sam Houston was in it, and also Sika. This match only this match got 0 0.5, negative 0 0.5 out of five stars. Hmm. And also in another non-tournament match, the Ultimate Warrior defeated Hercules. This also received negative 1.5. Brutus Beefcake defeated the Honky Tonk Man by DQ in an Intercontinental title match. This match did not receive any stars. The Islanders, Haku and Tama, as it was with Bobby and Bobby Heenan, defeated the British Bulldogs, of course, David Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid, and Coco Beware. 1.25 out of 5 stars. Demolition, Demolition of course, Axis Smash defeated Strike Force, Rick Martel and Tito Santana to win the WWF Tag Team titles. Two and a half out of five stars. Here is the first round of the tournament. Ted DiBiase defeated Jim Duggan, 1.25. Uh, 
Don Morocco defeated Dino Bravo by DQ, 0.5 out of 5. Greg Valentine defeated Ricky Steamboat, 2.25 out of 5. Randy Savage defeated Butch Reed, 1 out of 5. One Man Gang defeated Bam Bam Bigelow by countout, 0 out of 5. And Rick Rude and Jake Roberts went to a 15-minute time in the draw, but they both men were eliminated, negative 2 out of 5. Quarterfinal matches, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant fought to a double DQ, eliminating both men, 0.25 out of 5 stars. Ted DiBiase defeated Don Morocco, 1.25 out of 5. Randy Savage defeated Greg Valentine, 2.25 out of 5. One Man Gang received a bye to the semifinals, of course, with Rude and Roberts being eliminated. The semifinals, Randy Savage defeated One Man Gang by DQ. The win Savage, the first man, and to this day, still the only man, to win three matches or more in a single WrestleMania, 0.5 out of five stars. And Ted DiBiase received the bye into the finals with both Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant eliminated. And the final match, Randy Savage defeated Ted DiBiase to win the vacated WWF title, 2.25 out of five stars. Here is the second moment that took place on this date in 1988, ladies and gentlemen. NWA presented the first Clash of the Champions. But my neck of the woods, the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. The first ever edition of the series was a direct response to the WWF virtually shutting NWA out of pay-per-view the previous November with Survivor Series by putting on a pay-per-view caliber show of their own, which will essentially be the hook of the Clash of the Champions series, similar to WWF's own anthology, of course, Saturday night's main event. WWF, WWF still stuck into the NWA by hosting a closed-circuit viewing a WrestleMania 4 at the Omni in Atlanta. The Omni in Atlanta was basically the NWA's home arena. Ooh, okay. Uh, of course, Mike Rotunda defeated Jimmy Garvin in a college rules match to retain the NWA TV title. The Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane defeated the Fantastics, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers by DQ to retain the NWA United States Tag Team titles. Dusty Rhodes and the Road Warriors defeated Ivan Koloff and the Powers of Pain in a barbed wire six-man tag team match. Barry Windham and Lex Luger defeated Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard to win the NWA World Tag Team titles. Ric Flair and Sting fought to a 45-minute time limit draw for the NWA World Heavyweight title. J.J. Dillon was suspended in a cage above the ring. Ringside judges Gary Juster, Sandy Scott, and Patty Mullen could not come to a decision on the winner. Also on this date, once again in 1988, we have a third moment, ladies and gentlemen, in Tokyo, Japan. Bruiser Brody defeated Jumbo Saruda to win the NWA International Heavyweight title. It would be Brody's final major championship before his death four months later. Uh, 20 years ago today, in the year 2000, on Monday, Nitro from South Padre Island. The Wall defeated Hulk Hogan via DQ. This was the last Nitro match before the return of Eric Bischoff and Eric Russo. I mean, Eric, Eric, Eric Russo. Oh, God, that's a bad combo. Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo and a hard reboot of WCW storylines. The Nitro the next week, which was April the 3rd, would be a clip show. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 12 years ago today, we put it at 2008. Uh, TNA uh. presented their first ever impact in the impact zone of the Universal Orlando. And a not-so-humorous side nugget, WWE's Derek Graham Couch, then wrestling as Robbie McAllister, was shown on camera in the audience. Mm-hmm. Reportedly, a WWE 
called Derek and order him to leave. Derek lost his WrestleMania bonus, which was, which was $5,000, and he would be released from the company four months later. I remember that. when it, Oh, boy, I remember that moment. I remember that. In a dark match, Curryman, Eric Young, and Shark Boy defeated the Rock and Rave Infection, uh, Jimmy Rave and Lance Hoyt, and also teaming up with Relic. Johnny Devine defeated Alex Shelley in a lockdown escape qualifying match. LAX, Hernandez, and Homicide, and Salinas defeated Petey Williams, Rocka Khan, and Scott Steiner. Booker T defeated Robert Roode in a first blood match. Awesome Kong defeated ODB to retain the TNA Knockouts title. And wow. Team Cage, which was, which was Christian Cage, Kevin Nash, Rhino, and Sting, defeated Team Tonko. Wow. Who was AJ Styles, Brother Devon, Brother Ray, and Tonko. All right, let's see what else we have here. Uh, Ten years ago today, put it 2010, WWE held, wow. their first 2000, held their 2010 Hall of Fame ceremony in the Dodge Theater in Phoenix, Arizona. Here is the 2010 class. Ted DiBiase, inducted by his sons Ted Jr. and Brett. Antonio Inoki, inducted by Stan Hansen. Wendy Richter, inducted by Roddy Piper. Maurice Mad Dog Rashawn, inducted by Pat Patterson. Gorgeous George, inducted by wow. his ex-wife, Betty Wagner. Stu Hart, inducted by his family. And Bob Euchre, inducted by Dick Ebersol. Nine years ago today, put it at 2011. Wow. Okay. Shimmer uh, Women's Athletes presented Volume 39 from the Eagles Club in Berwyn, Illinois. In a dark match, Jet Riley and Rhea, Rhea O'Reilly defeated Brittany Force in December. Kelly Skater defeated Courtney Rush. Lufisto defeated Stassi Steffi. Rachel Summerlin defeated Mina Libra. The Seven Star Sisters, Hiro Matsumoto and Masaki Ohada, that's right, defeated Pretty Pretty. Um, I'm not going to say the term, but it starts with a B, and y'all know what I mean. Who is Ariel and Nikki Rocks to retain the Shimmer Tag Team titles? Mercedes Martinez defeated Brittany Knight. And I think Brittany Knight was this page, right? Is that correct, JD? That sounds right to me. Okay, all right, thank you. Uh, Daisy Hayes and Tomaka, Tomoka Nakajawa defeated Jamala Kraft and Mia Yim. Jessica James defeated Athena. Miss Chief defeated Soraya Knight. Now, that's her mother. Soraya Knight was her mother, right? J.D.? Mm, sorry. Soraya Knight is... Soraya Knight... Yeah, Paige. That's Paige. That's Paige. That's Paige, yeah. No, but, but, who's, but who's Brittany Knight? Oh, her mom. Sweet Soraya. Well, I, no, I thought Queen. Soraya was her mom. Oh, no, Brittany no, that's why Yeah, no, that's Paige. Brittany is Brittany is Paige, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she started her name as yes. But Soraya, but Soraya is her mother, right? Correct. Yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you. That's why I want to make sure. Just want to get. Make sure I didn't want to get confused here. Okay, we got it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Serena defeated. Yeah, her brother was yeah, Sweet Soraya, yeah. Real name is Julia Hamer Beavis, B-E-V-I-S. She's 48 years old. Okay, thank you. Serena defeated Portia Perez by... Okay. Nicole Matthews defeated Jesse McKay 2-1 in the best of three falls match. And Akio Hamada 
Nevada and cheerleader Melissa the Pesson Eagles and Sarah Dale Ray. On the same day, they actually taped volume number 40 of this. And here are the matches from this. Kelly, uh, in a dark match, Jet Riley and Rio Riley defeated Brittany Force in December. Kelly Skater defeated Taylor Maid. Rachel Simlin defeated Jesse Brooks. Mercedes Martinez defeated Christina Von Erie. Miss Chief defeated Melanie Cruz. Jesse McKay defeated Athena. The Knight Dynasty, Brittany and Soraya Knight, so that was Paige and her mother, okay, yes, defeated Regeneration X, who was Allison, Allison Danger and Liva Bates. Uh, Sarah Del Rey defeated Jessica James. Serena defeated Cheerleader Melissa and Lou Fisto. Cheerleader Melissa and Lou Fisto and Portia Perez. Ayumi uh, Kurihara defeated Nicole Matthews. Daisy Hayes and Tomoka Tom, Tom, Nakajawa defeated the Seven Star Sisters. Machimoto and Ohada to win the Shimmer Tag Team titles. And Mass and Eagles defeated Hamada to retain the Shimmer title. Okay. Uh, let's see. Eight years ago today, Pluto 2012. Legacy Talent, the agency represented Rick Flair. Confirmed. Okay. Representing Rick Flair confirms via press release that he will uh, that he will attend the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. Flair, a contracted TNA talent at the time, was inducted as a member of the Four Horsemen, making him the first man to be nominated as an individual and as a part of the group. And of course, he would hold that title distinction for a while until everybody until they started um, and um, more folks right there as well okay uh let me see here let me see if we have any birthdays here today let's check that out uh give me just one second here folks and we'll put that pulled up but interesting three moments on the same day ladies and gentlemen in 1988 very very that's 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 a very rare uh that's a very rare um rare there indeed the WWF had WrestleMania four, NWA had Clash of the Champions, and of course you had a moment in Tokyo, Japan, on the same day. <laughs> Amazing. All right, twenty set. Yes, we have we have we have two birthdays here today. Um, in terms of wrestling, of course, ladies and gentlemen, today we wish a very happy. Let me see here. Happy forty eighth birthday to Charlie Haas. <coughs> happy birthday, Charlie. And also here today, ladies and gentlemen, we wish a very happy uh, 34th birthday to SoCal Val. Happy birthday to Charlie Haas and the SoCal Val that are here today in terms of our uh, wrestling birthdays here indeed. So we thank you. So we thank you. So there you go. There you uh, have I do have some wrestling. others. Go ahead, JD. Happy birthday, of course, 50th birthday to Mariah Carey. Today would have been the 142nd birthday of former New York Yankees manager Miller Huggins. Uh, happy birthday today to Randall Cunningham, the former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback who joins 57. And Chad will like this one right up the NASCAR alley. Happy 81st birthday to Cale Yarborough today. Oh yeah, I remember Cale Yarborough. Yeah, he was a, yeah, he was one he was a man right there. And guys. I know I said this, I know, J.D., I said this in private just a while ago, but I can't help but to say this now, and I've got to say this now. We have added someone new to our WWS Revolution Radio Facebook page, um, and you're not going to believe who. Hmm. I have just added my nephew. Welcome <laughs> to the party. 
Weapons, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what party we? <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, and I'll, and Fonzie, I'll tell you the story about that later. But uh, there, there there's a there's an interesting story about all that, and I'll tell you about that. So I mean, so so there you have it, there, folks. And JD, thank you very much for the rest of the news and views, and also the uh, celebrity birthdays there as well here today. <clears throat> Let's give the number one more time here, folks. 1-605-562-0444. Uh, caller ID, of course, uh, 138-055-POUND. This is episode 813 of WWS Revolution, of course, for Friday, March 27th, 2020. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared Girolamo, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonte, here with you here tonight. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our live video feed tonight comes to us from WWS Nitro Thunder. I do see several of our folks here have joined us here as well, including, of course, uh, <clears throat> of course, our good friend and fellow WWS Hall of Famer, uh, uh, two-time WWS Hall of Famer, I should say, and master of his own, of course, podcast. Uh, and pages on Facebook as well as the GM of Heaven Wrestling Federation with Captain Dave Spieler. Also our good friend, the human suplex machine, John Gross. And also, of course, uh, a member of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page and the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire, Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming, has also joined us here for our live video. I do have an update Nitro. on SmackDown. Uh, don't, don't take the words out of my mouth, J.D. I already know you're going to say Well, like I said, I have one of them. I have one of them already. Which is go ahead. Well, yeah, because Miz had has his pagina ruined. Um, they were going to be a triple threat ladder match for the tag team titles at WrestleMania. It would have going to be the Usos and then the versus the New Day versus the champion Miz and Morrison. Yeah, because uh, Miz and Morrison interfered on a match and so then they had an announcement with Michael Cole made an announcement. It would have been a triple threat ladder match for the tag team titles. So, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, JD. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. No problem. And uh, I heard that, like I said, Drew Gulak defeated Shinsuke Nakamura, and Sammy was not very happy along with Cesaro. Gulak <laughs> wins final challenge. Sammy for the Intercontinental <laughs> title, however. And, of course, it was a short match. Then we saw Dolph and uh, apparently uh, Otis get into it again, and now Otis is going to be on. Maybe you have Tucker in his court, but apparently Mandy the Whore Rose is going to have Dolph in her corner. Oh goody! Then yeah. we got uh, then we got Oscar and Alexa Bliss. Alexa did win that match, however, and then of course Elias got attacked by none other than Corchester himself, King Cockstain, Clown Shoes, Lex Luthor. He might not even wrestle. Just wearing little bitch boy Baron Corbin. Yeah, he might not wrestle after uh, Corbin took a few shots on. You're right, Howard, but we'll see. But like I said, I'm just. I mean, I talked to Mitt about this today, and if Mick, when Mick comes on, we'll talk about. It. I'm sure Danny and Michelle will say the same thing. What are you going to make the main event Saturday and Sunday? Are you going to do basically Becky versus uh, Oscar? 
they're saying on Saturday night, Howard, and then you push Drew and Brock maybe back to uh, possibly Sunday, unless you do maybe uh, though Braun and Goldberg now. I mean, they got to. I mean, Midnight thinks there's going to be eight matches all together. I mean, they've they're going to pull at least they've already pulled off a couple of these matches already off the table right now. This is well, they already did already, JD. The tag team no. titles, SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. You already said a Miz. Yeah, Miz is yeah. out, so that's going to change everything. Plus, you don't know if Daniel Bryan's going to compete, wanting to compete against Sammy. That's off the table now, so that's two. And yeah. I think they were supposed to have 15 or 16, so that's 14. You could have at least three or four more pulled within the next week. I mean, this could be, like I said, the lowest-rated mania ever. We talked about it so many yeah. times, like 9 or 10. I mean, they're just setting themselves up for disaster. They really are. Well, and I said this, and of course, if you saw the special video that I did prior to Revolution Night, ladies and gentlemen, and I even said it said it at the end of NWO Wolfpack last night. This is going to be the worst WrestleMania in history ever since WrestleMania Nine in 1993. Yep, it's probably going to. Uh, well, we'll look. Well, look here. Well, now wait a minute. Now that this that that, 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 that this is fun. This is absolutely 100% funny. And I've got 15 matches loaded up for WrestleMania. They had 13. Now they got 15. Hmm. Interesting. So, 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 like I said, uh, um, and I thought that this was, uh, let me, and, and apparently, ladies and gentlemen, this is not, up, this has not been updated. Apparently, Wikipedia apparently has not been. Originally, I did mention, happen to mention here that it did say Goldberg versus to be announced for Universal Title. Well, they put Roman Reigns back in it. Uh, um, this is just pretty what it says here. Uh, they did change the Raw Tag Team Title match. It will be Angel Garza and now Austin Theory with Zelina Vega in their corner against the three products of the Raw Tag Titles. They're still announcing the SmackDown Tag Titles, which I'm sure going to be updated here soon. They still got Rhea Ripley and Charlotte for the NXT Women's title, Brock and Drew for the WWE title. They still got Becky and Shayna for the Raw Women's title. They got John Cena versus uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt, and now what they're calling a Firefly Funhouse match. I have no idea yeah. what that is. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know either. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, now they did change the six-pack challenge for the SmackDown Women's title to a Fatal Five-Way. You got Bailey defending against Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha, and Tamina. And I'm going to tell you, I have an early prediction for that match. Uh, um, that right now Bailey's going to get her butt whipped at that at that match. I'm sure. You should I'm, see I'm her sure. new hairdo. She looks like Morrison. And Morrison. And the the AJ yeah, uh, the AJ the AJ Undertaker match is going to be like Sting and Vampira from WCW 2000 Great American Bash. So hokey and so bad. I mean, really. Okay, but I even update what type of match it is on here. It is still saying calling it the same uh, boneyard. Match. It's a boneyard match. Yeah, yeah, no, but they haven't updated on Wikipedia those ones. Yeah, I know. And KO and Seth Rollins are still with. They still got the SmackDown tag title match listed between the Morrison and the Miz versus the New Day versus the Usos. Uh, they still mm-hmm. got Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. They still got Elias versus Corbin. They still got Edge versus Orton, the Last Man Standing. So they've got Sammy versus Daniel Bryan and Intercontinental Title, which is one of the matches they just added. And also the match you just mentioned, J.D. Otis with uh, uh, Tucker from Heavy Machinery in his corner versus Dolph Ziggler with Mandy Rose in his. So this is probably going to be updated throughout the night. There's no doubt about it. This is, this is, this is, 
I'll be this tonight, is, this is about tonight and also throughout the weekend, I would think, too. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, it then, uh, you probably already it heard, too, J.D., Monday Night Raw. This Monday, yeah. The Undertaker, uh, Brock Lesnar, Edge, are all hyped for the WrestleMania this week. Uh, and now, right, and also, and also, if I just heard from Justin Lewis Fleming that he does agree with my assessment that WrestleMania Nine uh, is probably, probably this probably going to take the cake away from WrestleMania Nine. But he said another one that was bad was two years later at WrestleMania Eleven in nineteen ninety-five. Yep. It yeah. wasn't as bad. That was not as bad. Now there was part. No, of that I think I it was. I think it was. The main event was Bam Bam and Elf. here I didn't like at all. I'm sorry. I mean, the only thing I liked about number nine, there was a lot, there were several matches I did like in WrestleMania nine. I will go ahead and say that. But like I said, yes, I mean, some people didn't really care about, didn't care. I know, I heard, I've heard a lot of times over the years that they did not care about some of the things that happened at WrestleMania nine. Yes, I get that. Fine. I understand that. But still, I mean, if they're saying that, then I'm sure WrestleMania 36 is pretty much going to probably top them all this year. There's no doubt about it. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have somebody else on the line here right now. Get ready to come on the line. As I mentioned many, many times, he's a member of John Gross's Wrestling and Pro, uh, Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He's, of course, a random, uh, of course, a, um, um, uh, let's see, uh, a panelist, of course, here on all of our shows here, recent memory here as well. Uh, he is, uh, he is of course known in the wrestling forum chat box as the infamous king of clubs, ladies and gentlemen. Now I get ready to pop up on here the line here, okay, coming to us from the Peach State there in Georgia. And of course, is this hope his is this up his beard is not like a peach? It's it's not too fuzzy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mitt Patel. Mitt, welcome to eight thirteen of Revolution. So good to have you with us. What's up, slap nuts, Jared? What's going on there, man? Yeah. Sorry, my man. <laughs> oh, flat nuts. Okay, I'm, I'm JD. Put that, just change that on the chat box now. Oh, I, he I, I'm used to it all the time. I don't mind it, though. I'm used to being called that. My cousin calls me that, and Mick calls me. I don't mind that one bit. Okay. Not all right, all right. We're Mick. just talking about some of the changes in Mania and uh, some of the crap that was on tonight in SmackDown. That's why I didn't even watch SmackDown tonight. I'm watching Days to Confused right now. Um, Mitt, let's, with with what you've been hearing, and I do appreciate the stories that you've sent here to us a little bit. J.D., those stories that Mitt has posted, let's get those on some of the pages, please. I'd like to Right. I'll work on that right away. Yep, I'll take care of it. On it. Right away. Very much. Okay. Mitt, uh, let's hear your thoughts about the stage stage of everything that's that's going on here now with all this situation going on here, especially with wrestling. Let's hear your thoughts, please. Yeah, it's like I was talking to JD earlier this afternoon. Logically, I think Drew and Bark will be on Sunday night. Rhea and Charlotte on Saturday, along with Randy and Edge on Saturday. And um, right. mm-hmm. and perhaps the six pack challenge on Sunday. No, Becky and Saint on Sunday. My bad. Um, uh, one statement that we've made, Mitt. Let me ask your personal opinion here, Mitt. 
we have started to compare this to WrestleManias of the past about how this is going to be, how this is going to come out. And obviously, since with all these changes going on, we probably pretty much have a very, pretty good idea. Uh, we have mentioned that this is the worst one since WrestleMania 9 back in 1993. While we have one or two other people saying it could be worse than WrestleMania 11 in 1995. Uh, any thought? Any any thoughts about the about the about those things? Yeah, the only WrestleMania I wasn't keen on back in the day was WrestleMania 2000. I mean, it's good what it was, ago. but it yeah. Right. It was good for what it was, but it never lived up the hype. Right, certainly. Was that the one where they did the four thing with the McMahon in every corner? Was that was that the one? I believe so. Was, where I, where I think was a bit Shane was in the Big Show's corner, Stephanie was in Triple H's corner, uh, Mick Foley one time only. I think Linda McMahon was in his corner, and Vince was in the Rock's corner. Was that was that was that that WrestleMania? Yeah, WrestleMania thousand. Yeah, okay. I think what didn't Vince turn on the Rock during that match? I think. Yeah. Yes. That's, what I, that's, what, that's what I thought. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, but um, but, but, but like I said, as I as I said here, I mean, um, um, we um. We pre, we have pre, we have pretty much kind of been talking about this for an awful awful long time, and I'm pretty sure Mitt, you would sure would agree with what I have to say, what JD has had to say. Uh, um, JD, can you please check that message for me, please? Yeah, I'll take care of it. I'm on it right away. Thank you very much. I think it's from Danny, but check that out for me, please. Uh, but um, I mean, we we pretty much knew this thing was dead the minute they started talking about. Um, they start, you know, start talking about making the changes, and we have been saying over and over again the only thing that was going to save that show was whether they, if they moved it a little bit later on in the year. And personally, like I said, Vince McMahon couldn't. Keep his head out of his butt for one minute, for 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 just just one go around. I mean, he could have made some history. I mean, seriously, he could have made some mm-hmm. history by doing it a little bit later. I mean, he, remember Danny one, told me to say things are hectic. He cannot make it tonight, unfortunately. Okay, that tell tell, tell me is understandable and uh, real life getting in the way. And please tell him to stay safe. Please appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but my, but my person, but my, my, my thing about it here is this, he had a very unique opportunity, a very unique opportunity to, like I said, make some history about, like I said, doing this a little bit later on. I mean, I even hinted doing it Memorial Day weekend, making, giving some good competition by that, by, by the end of May, this thing was going at least by the end of April to the end of May, this thing was going to be gone. Okay. I feel in my heart that this is going to be gone by that time. I still feel that way. I'm not backing off on that method, guys, because I'm very passionate about this, and I'm getting because I'm getting tired of hearing about it. You all, y'all heard me say that too. Mm-hmm. But he could have, he could have, like I said, made some history with this. 
It would have been the smartest thing he had done possibly in the last, what, 20, 30 years. But no, 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 no. No, that's Mr. Man. He can't do that. No, he, 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 he can't do that. Because he, 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 he can't. If he, he's, he's not giving, he's not living up to his word. He's not giving the fans what he, what, you know, what, you know, they, 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 they may feel at this, not just what they want, but what, what they feel is the best way to go at this point in time. And that is the best way to go at this point in time. So personally, like I said, Vincent Mann has kind of screwed up his own creation. It's plain and simple. He's screwed up his own creation. That he has been doing this. I mean, and he's and I think he wanted to keep it on the same level as all the other WrestleManias in the past. But some have been around what between the end of March, beginning of April, has been normally the time frame that he's done WrestleManias over the years. I think we've often said, talked about that. Mm-hmm. But no, he 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 couldn't he couldn't go he couldn't make an exception to this. Because this was an this was an extreme situation, and a lot a lot of people were were, were ha- was focusing on that a lot more. It was focusing on this whole situation a lot more than they were the rest. Of the they could have continued to work on this a little bit further. It could have enhanced the story a little bit, you know. I mean, and, and keep they keep monitoring the threat and everything like that. But no, that's that, no 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 that that's not good enough. That doesn't that doesn't satisfy that that ego that we all know Vince McMahon has has had you know for years and he still continues to do that and what's made his ego ten times worse is the fact of his of his age his age has really kind of screwed it really screwed him up I mean big time I can't get SSI that's probably right <laughs> yeah. Well, well, no, he wouldn't qualify for that because like, he's got enough. He's got more than enough money to sustain him until he until he's in uh, in the ground. Okay, I mean, I hate I hate to say it in that manner, but we're all frustrated over this whole series of events. And you would think that someone would someone would would stand up, or someone would be a stand up person given the circumstances right now. I mean, one of his own guys, I mean, J.D. just reported this. One of his own wrestlers gave, what was it, $20,000, J.D.? Who's the guy? To some of WWE's crew members who was affected by this situation. You know, the thing about it is, you know, if, if a superstar, you know, can do something about it, why can't he? And the, and the thing about it is, simply put, Vince McMahon has lost that capacity to do it. Sorry to say, but he has lost the capacity to do it. And that's why WrestleMania 36 is going to bomb. It's going to bomb the minute that it comes on the air. And then they're going to struggle to get through it throughout, throughout, like I said, you know, you know, throughout, throughout the two night period and all that. I mean, the thing about it, sure, a history. I mean, I'm sure he's making history by doing it tonight, doing a tonight thing. But thing about it, what he would make even more better is if he did it like on the weekend where everybody's going to do a lot of celebration and partying anyway, and that is on Memorial Day. He could have done it on that. But no, 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 that ain't. I that got was, a better. Good. I got a better date than that. Okay. Why not Independence? 
Why not Independence Day? Well, any time around that time. Yeah, that's a very good point. Any time other, other than now. Any time other than now would have been a lot better given these circumstances. I mean, seriously. Absolutely, positively, seriously. But no, that is not good enough for somebody who's got something. He's got so much power in his head. He thinks he's God. Vince McMahon is not God. There's only one God in this world, and he doesn't, he doesn't look like him. I'm sorry, but I mean, I mean, I'm 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 continuing to be a wrestling fan, and, I'm, and that's not going to change for me. But like I said, when someone so someone thinks that you know that you know is going to do what he want, what he feels, what he feels is right because he thinks. You know that because he thinks that because he thinks that that's that that's the right decision and something he won't regret later. He's going to go back and look at all this and he's going to say to himself and he's going to be be mad at, at a lot of people. But guess what, Vince McMahon? The only person you should be mad at is yourself. You old you old fart. That's all you are, an old fart. If I was in charge of WWE right now, I would say, you know what? Let's call it. Let's call it right now and say, you know what? Take care of your family. Take care, take take care of your, take care of your loved ones and everything like that. Let's worry about WrestleMania whenever, like I said, it's all blows over. I mean, how exactly. this man? Exactly. I mean, exactly because I mean, he can spend with his grandkids. Yeah, I mean, think about what and then what and then what was he was he showing his grand? That's a good point. That was he showing his grandkids? He's showing that he's showing his grandkids that you know, like I said. Their their grandfather, while you know, legendary here, were putting on a lot of great stuff over the over the last uh, what uh, 30, 40 years and all that stuff is nothing more than a maniacal douchebag. I mean, I hate to say that. I really hate to say that's not. My, but <laughs> I mean, they about they they about this. He someone has should have jerked the reins from his hands years ago. But no, no, they can't do that. They're, no, no, they can't do that because they fear that if they do that, Vince, they, they say, oh, Vince, Vince has got to run. It's got to be his way. No, it doesn't have to be his way anymore. I mean, I like old-fashioned. I like I, I like that. I like that thought as well. But like I said, you know, you have lost the capacity, Vincent, man, to really do anything anymore, in my personal opinion, as far as, as, far as you know, maintaining something as big. As 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 this big time as this big time uh, global phenomenon that's called WWE, it's not it's no longer under that that uh, classification anymore. In my personal opinion, it's it's going to go, go down nothing more than a big hole in the ground because, like I said, you're the one that dug it. And look at this! All of a sudden, he just added Braun Strowman to replace Roman. What makes sense? How does that make sense? I mean, while I feel that Braun deserves an opportunity at that belt, but this is not the way I'm sure Braun would have won this. No, because I'm you push the guy for not the way. Yeah, it's Go like ahead, man. You push this guy for about three and a half years over the top and no world championship win. Instead, yeah. you uh, give us a Charlotte Flair and woman ass, I mean, woman ring about our asses. Right. I mean, they're, push, they're pushing the same people over and over again. They're not 
and 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 him, you know, him. You know, of course, JD's reported this multiple times that you know that he that he's, he's pushing some too much too many times, and he's burying the wrong people. He's burying the truth. But plain and simple, guys, I've even made a, I'm going to go ahead and make this decision right here, right now, and y'all are witnesses of this. I've thought about this long and hard, given the, the entire situation that's taking place. I'm not going to do a prediction title challenge for WrestleMania this year. I'm not. It's not worth it. I'm sorry, but that's okay. Because I understand. I mean, it's not worth doing because you're going to do it for two nights. Yeah. It's going to drag. It's going to drag. You think anybody's going to watch that? I think anybody is. I might be one of the only few. I mean, there might be there, there might be a handful that does. If anybody does, I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying don't. Okay, I'm not telling you not to watch it. You, anybody wants to watch it, they can. I'm just feeling that that given what's been going on, I don't think a lot of people are going to be really interested in it. Seriously. I mean, I will watch it just for us to talk about next week. Yeah. Right. Right. So, guys, I'm I'm going to think of an alternative here. Okay. I'm going to think of an alternative here. I will still do like possibly, you know, because remember, of course, as I mentioned before, we do have somebody. We do have, of course, the uh, situation going on with, of course, awarding uh, belts that were vacated by someone who had not defended these belts for quite some time. I did make that announcement last week. I may be doing something. I may be doing something involving those belts, but I'll let y'all know by next week sometime on that. Okay. All right, guys. 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time, episode 813 of WWS Revolution. This is Friday, of course, March 27, 2020. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Uh, I'm sorry, the heartbreak is Ricky Walsh. And also, of course, um, uh, the key club, Nip Patel here, of course, joining us here tonight. Um, and, and of course, it takes these three guys to put up with, of course, everything that I have pretty much been staying here tonight because some odd reason Mr. WWS is not normally that talkative here, folks. But let me tell you something. This whole thing has just really kind of got me bugged. Really, it does. This whole coronavirus thing. And I'm going to continue to say it one more time. This is all bent up over an overrated flu bug. That's all one this thing is. Mid and I, the one thing Mid and I did talk about, though, obviously today, uh, was part two of the thing of the documentary that was on Wednesday night. All talking we about ben. A bit of the, the Ben Watson documentary. Okay. And then, ladies and gentlemen, after we do that discussion, we are going to go into our blast from the past wrestling pay per view extravaganza. Hey, Chad. Oh, wait, let me finish, please. Let me finish. But, 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 guys, even though we might have already talked about some of these matches, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a repeat. Okay, I'm going to do a repeat here, because I will, I would like to get a lot of them talked about here in one night if we possibly can, please. So, um, 
And I know that you might probably mention something about these before, but I would like to get, uh, I would like to talk more, more about them again because you might have a, might, a different point of view about them than when you last mentioned something about them. So, so if that's okay with you guys, we'll do that here, of course, here momentarily. Um, I know Mitt did have one, did want to say something about this special that they did, did involving Benoit, but I probably, let's see, Fonzie, I think you had something you wish to mention, please. No, uh, go ahead. Please. I'll do it right after they say something about Chris Benoit. Okay. Uh, Mitt, um, as, as J.D. did mention here about the special that they did here earlier this week about, of course, Benoit, your, 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 take, on, uh, your take on this question. Um, I thought it was very well done. I did shed some tears. Um, and what some people would, while some people would get mad at JL what he said, he wasn't wrong about the Hall of Fame speech about is it the reason Christopher Mark can't be in the Hall of Fame and everything looked bad for David because he can't start his wrestling career in WWE like his dad did. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Well, of course, you know, they, they there's a story on Four Little Mini earlier that I read earlier this week on Outside the Ropes, um, in which of course they entered, they talked about uh they talked to uh Benoit's son David. Um, I believe it was this is who they interviewed, and, and he was asked, of course, um you know uh, about as far as wrestling goes, that he still plans to wrestle, but he does not. He doesn't know who was going to actually would, would give him the chance. And then, like I said, he actually credits Benoit and uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Jericho and uh, Chavo Guerrero for, of course, being the only ones that showed any support at all to him after what happened with the Benoit thing. And not even Vince McMahon showed him any showed him any um, you know encouragement or anything like that jericho and chavo was the only two they wouldn't surprise me at all i could have i believe that um his wife nancy's sister could have stopped him to some degree with that stuff well true true but but i will but but and also i will emphasize this as well i don't know if you heard me talk about this on 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 our shows here in the past here i was asked i'm sure you probably saw this conversation earlier this week i was asked by one of our own here the black widow michelle lynn dodds about if whether or not is it all right to still continue to talk about benoit on any of our shows here in the radio network and and i emphasized here greatly here i don't know if you saw the heard the show last night um, or I think it might be Wednesday night, or it might have been last night when I mentioned this. I'm not sure. Wednesday night. Oh, it, was Wednesday night. Oh, it was Wednesday night. Okay, thank you. It was Wednesday. Okay. But, and I'm going to emphasize it one more time here, is that as far as I'm concerned here, like I said, here in WWS, we talk about primarily one thing, and that is we talk about wrestling. Yes, what Benoit did outside of the ring was, I don't condone it at all by no mean, any way, shape, or form. Nor have I ever done that, regardless of, of, of how, whatever the 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 of course the outcome, but regardless of, of whatever it is of what happened. But the thing about it is that we will continue. I'm just pretty much saying the nutshell here. 
we will continue to talk about Benoit, but we will talk about his wrestling accomplishments, nothing more than that. I mean, I've said it. While, while what happened was tragic, and we do remember that, and, and you know, it is sad that, you know, that, that his career ended in that fashion. But that doesn't mean we should, cannot continue to talk about to this very day the true blue wrestling fans out there who actually give a darn, you know, um, <clears throat> who actually give a darn for what he did. You know, we cannot deny the we cannot deny the fact that, like I said, what he did, you know, in the ring was truly exceptional. And I will I will continue, of course. The voice that as 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 often as I possibly can until until I almost get of course you know you know you know blue blue in the face there so that's the way I feel about it and that's the way it's going to stick. Uh, gentlemen, we still have some we still have time of course. Um, if I may, please let us let us shift some gears here and guys let's let off some steam let's have a little fun. Okay, right. I think we deserve that. We deserve that. Mm -hmm. Because this whole thing, I mean, this whole, with all this talk and all that, I think we need we need a release. Don't you don't you agree? And yeah. no, JD, that means you can't take off. And JD, that means you cannot take off your pants. Image. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Chad, hey Chad, I got a few couple couple matches you guys gonna be shocked okay, okay. Well, we'll incorporate those anybody that y'all had any y'all have y'all can incorporate to what i do okay let's get let me get two or three out of the way and y'all got any y'all can incorporate some of them too and i may even have some of them that y'all talk about who knows if you do we'll take care of it that's not a problem but i decided to re i decided to revisit a lot of them if i may that's okay with you guys Sound yeah. good? Sounds right. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we're going to keep it as some of them re as recent as possible. There are some older matches there in that as well, but I think y'all will definitely get a y'all will definitely get a good kick out of this here as well. <clears throat> and then and here and here we go. Here, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> first match I have here, of course, I will go in this order. I will go to JD. Then I'll go to Fonzie. Then we'll go to Miss. Okay. Here we go. Okay, first match I have here uh, from Elimination Chamber 2015, John Cena versus Kevin Owens. I am going to say KO is dominant in this one, and we all know that John Cena couldn't see uh, KO after getting beat, plain and simple. Fonzie, your thoughts about this match? Yep. I gotta agree with JD. Okay, Mitt, your thoughts about this match? Cena versus KO, Elimination Chamber, 2015. Good match. KO did it because his artistic son was a big fan of John Cena, and he did it for his son to do this match. If nobody else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next match here we have here. We're going to go back a little bit further here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go to SummerSlam from 2001. 
Uh, we have Stone Cold Steve Austin taking on Kurt Angle. JD, your thoughts here, please. Kurt Angle versus who again? Sorry. Stone Cold versus Kurt Angle, SummerSlam 2001. And this is from SummerSlam what year again? 2001. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you think about... Sorry about that. Uh, you talk about a very interesting... Like I said, you talk about Austin dominant, however, in this one. And he was dominant in this one. There's no doubt about it, though. There you go. Okay. Fonzie, your thoughts about this? Stone Cold versus Kurt Angle, SummerSlam 2001. This was a classic. That's all I got to say. It was a classic. Okay. Uh, Mint, your thoughts about this, Mint? Yeah, it was an instant classic, something you can rewatch over and over. And And this was a indeed. It really helped. This was during. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mint. Go ahead, please. This really helped Kurt Angle career. This match did. So. Now, this was during the this was during the invasion angle, I think I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. I, I believe what well, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. That's right. Because it was not too long after the invasion angle actually got started, I think it was. I think. I mean, not too yeah. All right, next match up here, guys. Uh, I believe I believe we talked about this one actually this match actually has a place in wrestling history. WCW Monday Nitro, January 4th, 1999. I believe this was known as the infamous match, of course, dubbed the Finger Poke of Doom match. Hollywood Hogan versus Kevin Nash. J.D., your thoughts, please. One of the worst matches ever. You think about that night, Howard. Hogan announced earlier that night he was not going to get back in the ring, however. Of what was happening, however, we all know it was at the Georgia Dome, however, and we all know what went down that night at the Georgia Dome. Of course, Goldberg was supposedly arrested for harassing and stalking Miss Elizabeth. He comes back, however, and then all hell breaks loose, however, within a couple minutes, however, and then, of course, we see Lex Luger show up, however, and join up with Hogan and Nash and Hall and Steiner. And it was just absolutely crazy beyond words, Howard. And, of course, this was also at the same time that when uh, basically Mick Foley won the title off the Rock, Howard, thanks to help, however, mind you, however, of Stone Cold Steve Austin knocking out the Rock and trying to take out Vincent Shane on the same night. And, of course, Bischoff, of course, decided to tell Tony through the headset that night, if you recall, Howard, what was happening on Raw since Raw had been taped the week before prior, Howard. And at that time, however, uh, that's when the Monday Night Wars pretty much uh, changed as we know it, however. And WWE started to uh, pick up steam, however. Let's just say from that uh, point on, it seemed like they could do no wrong. Even though there were a couple things they did a little bit here and there, uh, they started to do a little bit better. And WCW was trying to keep their heads afloat the water. But unfortunately, uh, they were up and down, up and down. And by, I think, the middle part, the latter part of 99 after Owen's passing, however, that's when things really, I think, Basically, were cut. Uh, I wouldn't say in half, but it was just more like uh, it was just. You're wondering, could it get any worse? Could it improve on this? Could it get better? You know, you couldn't tell. And like I said, getting back to Austin and Curtis, I said earlier. Sorry about that. I was watching a movie earlier. Uh, like I said, it was a good match with two good athletes, two uh, Hall of Famers, no doubt about it. However, 
uh, I do think they had some uh, unique moments, however, with each other, especially at the time when Austin uh, saw Kirk come in with a little cowboy hat, however, and try to sing uh, to Austin. And, of course, Austin was so uh, not impressed by Kurt singing, shall we say. And even Vince even was rolling his eyes, wondering, what the hell is Kurt? What are you doing, Kurt? What are you just trying to prove here? Go figure. So that's what I have to say about those two. Uh, Fonzie, uh, Monday Nitro, January 4th, 1999, Hogan versus Nash, the finger poke of doom uh, in California. Yeah. Yep. I can agree with JD. Okay. Uh, Mitt, your thoughts here, January 4th, 1999, Hogan versus Nash, finger poke of doom on Monday Nitro. Um, I had the same thought as JD. Okay. Thank you there, guys. All right. All right. Next matchup that I have here, w, uh, WWE uh, Monday Night Raw here. October 14th, 2002. It was a Canadian Lumberjack match pitting Triple H versus Rob Van Dam. J.D., your thoughts, please. Yeah, and it was very unusual to have that title in uh, that type of match. You think about it, though, what was going on between Mr. Monday Night, Mr. Pay-Per-View, the whole effing show, Mr. 420, however, I mean, against the King of Kings, the Cerebral Assassin, the COO, and everything like that, however. It was pretty wild, to say the least, however. Uh, this wasn't a bad match. They had some pretty good match. This decent match is somewhat a little bit here and there. And this was all right. I mean, it wasn't too bad at all. Yeah. Fonzie, uh, October 14th, 2002, Monday Night Raw, Canadian Lumberjack match, Triple H versus RVD. Yeah, this was a classic match. Very good match. Thank you. Uh, Fonzie, I mean, Mitt, your thoughts here, please. I didn't know we had another Fonzie. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we have wasn't this the episode where Triple H won by DDT RVD on the stage? Yeah, if I remember correctly, yes. Yes, I think so. That sounds right. I believe this was. Um, that sounds right to me. It was a really good match. Something to watch. And of all, I, need, okay. I noticed that I knew that Triple H was going to win this. Next matchup here, guys. Uh, uh, the first one I have here, of course, are many matches featuring Goldberg. This was from WCW Monday Nitro, October 9th, 2000. I think this was when they were doing a tour of Australia. Uh, Goldberg taking on, uh, I think this is when Goldberg's career was pretty much at stake. I think around this time, I believe, if yeah. he lost a match, he was out of WC. Okay, uh, he, he took on Big Vito. I think it was in Australia. JD, your thoughts? It was Vito, and it wasn't a bad match. But that's the thing, as I said before. I think after Goldberg lost to Nash at Starcade, how really how over the next few years, how Goldberg's career just really, really, however, like I said, however. Uh, like I said, it was like a, I just I don't know. It was really, really I wouldn't say upsetting, but it was really, really bullshit that that Russo would try to do something this stupid. However, by basically booking this type of thing, however, mind you, however, 
and uh, basically showing, however, that uh, with his style and booking methods, however, even though at times, however, he didn't know what the hell he was doing because he didn't work for like uh, Vince McMahon and WCW after leaving Vince McMahon as his head writer, one of his head writers, however, to go to WCW. I think once he tried to put WWE into WCW in the late 90s into the early 2000s part, however, it just became more and more apparent that WCW was like uh, basically, to use the term loosely, uh, on uh, basically being flatlined, you know? I mean, they really were struggling to get people to watch. They didn't have many people in attendance, however, both watching the crowd, however, at home, however, on pay-per-view and on TNT or TBS for that matter. They were really struggling to keep their ratings uh, afloat and compete with WWE and SmackDown and Raw, however, you know? And that's why they really kind of had a tough time getting people to watch, you know? I mean, they still had some good moments, you know, but there were some moments that was... Sort of like the good, the bad, and the ugly, as I like to call it. Certainly do. I agree. Uh, Fonzie, uh, Goldberg versus Big Vito, Monday Nitro, October 9th, 2000. Yeah, this was a good match, and that's all i got to say. Okay. Uh, Mitt, uh, October 9th, 2000, Monday Nitro, Goldberg taking on Big Vito. Hi, hi. Oh. This is okay, Max. I wasn't a fan about about it. Okay. All right, All right guys. Um, we've done. I've done five here already. I think it's only fair here. Now we'll go do a, do a round robin here. As part of our blast from the past extravaganza, uh, anyone that has a match they wish to um, bring up from the long, from the past here, let's 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 throw out there some big time talk here. Uh, anybody wishes to do so, please go ahead and uh, and speak now. Forever hold your peace. <laughs> All right. But I think I think one of one I think Fonzie I think for example I think Fonzie I think you said you had one. I believe. Yeah. Let's, let's see yeah. what you got. Fonzie. Let's see what you got. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I had it right on my tongue. I hate it. Um, <laughs> uh, it just aggravates me because I had it right there. You're botching, bro. I know. Mitt, what did you think um, about Elias' fall tonight? Which one? But Elias fell tonight, however, and Corbin knocked him off the, the uh, up at the t- top of the uh, thing, like when Gargano Chiappa fought on NXT and everything like that last week. Only this time, uh, Corbin knocked uh, uh, Elias straight down, like maybe 15, 20 feet off the uh, like that big stage up there on the uh, crow's nest area, like they had last week when Shiana. I thought that was kind of stupid. They could have yeah. just left that segment alone. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I just saw it too. I, I agree. Yeah. That was another, dumb. Yeah, that's another another guy. Elias is Holly Aaron wrestling right now. All he's doing is just doing that singing segment all the damn time. He's not really getting that push. Nope. I agree. Um, Fonzie, have you thought about what that match was? Yeah. It was. Money in the Bank ladder match. It was not Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman was not there. 
It was. Uh, okay, how long ago are you talking? Okay, this was the first one that the good bear Corbin we used to know had hair and everything, and he pulled away uh, to win his first Money in the Bank. Oh, that was 2000 and I would like to say 16 or 17, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And this was with AJ Styles and it, Sami Zayn, KO, who else? And then, yeah, Bear Corbin. I miss anything, JD? Shinsuke Nakamura, it's 17, you're right, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Corbin, Nakamura. AJ, Dolph, KO, Sami Nakamura. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Dolph. The good off the door. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, good Dolph Ziggler before. Yeah, yeah this was this was a steal by Bear Corbin. He stole that. Uh, put away his first. And then he cashed it in and he lost his <laughs> match. So, yeah. He never got he never got a chance again be a champion, right, JD? After that, That's right? right. Yeah. yeah because <laughs> he tried to cash in Howard in a system match. Yeah. But he attacked Cena, allowing General Hall to beat him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this was a, I was on vacation a steal, when it but... Yeah, this was a steal by Bear Corbin. So, uh, all in that, it was a hell of a good match until Bear Corbin stole it. So, Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, JD, Mitt, y'all have one? Uh, I'll, I'll, all right. Uh, my is a good one here. And before we get to that, you're saying now FS1 will air the full Royal Rumble on Tuesday. Believe it or not. Why? Why? Yeah. Are that desperate? Uh-huh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Okay, okay. May, may, may I, may I, may I, uh, Ask this again, please, before you go any further. Are you telling me FS1, this coming Tuesday, March 31st, is going to air the full 2020 Royal Rumble show? Uh-huh. And I think you just pretty much asked the question we all wanted to ask. That's what I thought. Desperation. Desperation. Yep. Vince McMahon knows. I'm going to say one more time before going back to more matches. I'm going to say plain as day. Vince McMahon is now getting more and more desperate than ever because he knows a lot of his people have pulled out of WrestleMania. And he knows that that show's going to bomb. He knows yep. that. That's why he's doing it. There you go. That's 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 just plain, plain and simple. All right, uh, uh, J.D., you have one. Yeah, yeah uh, before we get to that, we understand in North Huntington, Wexford near my place in New Kensington, employees of five stores have t- tested positive, however, for the dreaded flu bug, shall we say. They're saying now, too. Uh, this one is a good one. I think everyone will like this one. And, then of course, this, uh, well, today is what day? The 27th, right? Yep. Okay. 
Let's turn the clock back. Let's go to Sunday. This Sunday, Heller, turn the clock back 32 years ago. One of the greatest IC title bouts of all time. Ricky Steamboat versus the Macho Man Randy Savage. Classic. That was March 29th when that was. Uh, WrestleMania yeah, March 29th, right? 1987 in Pontiac. Yep, sir. That, that day's on Sunday, but yeah, but that's close to me. Okay. Ooh, that is a good one. That right there, I think, kind of overshadowed the heavyweight title match as being the most popular one. It did. One. It did because yeah. everyone said, oh, everyone said, despite the fact Hogan was, like I said, at the time, think about it, Hogan was like 34 at the time. He was six foot eight, two ninety five, three hundred. Andre seven four, five twenty five, right around forty. And even Andre talked. I mean, Hogan talked about it. I think in the Andre the Giant DVD. I mean, everyone said, however, going in, however, that they were focused on that match. And yes, we had seen those two fight and teamed up against each other before. However, going back to I think Shea Stadium, the showdown Shay in early nineteen. I think it was in the summer of eighty. Hour, and this is when Hogan was being matched by Freddie Blassie before he went to the AWA territory. And then, of course, he would come back in early 84, how after, late 83, early 84, after being in Vern Gagne's territory by fighting Bockwing on all those guys. But at the time, how Hogan said, however, and even Steamboat said it, I think, on his DVD, too. I think Steamboat said it on his DVD, not Hogan. But I think Hogan didn't say it on the Andre DVD, though, that uh, everyone talked about how Hogan and Savage, however, was the match line. They were all surrounding him and congratulating both of them for a job well done. No one even bothered showing up at Hogan or Andre's table, however, and congratulating them on their match at all. Um, I don't think we were really surprised because, as you said, that right there, that match between Savage and Steamboat really kind of blew, 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 blew it right out of the water, in my personal opinion. Yep. Fonzie, Mitt, your thoughts about this one here, Savage versus Steamboat, IC title match from WrestleMania 3? A very, very classic match. And if you haven't seen it, watch it. Definitely. One of my favorite matches of all time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why why they keep talking about these moments of this day. Because, like I said, it's always fun to always go back and relive it. Like like you're actually there looking at it. And, yeah, that was back in the late 80s. But still, I mean, I don't think... In terms of in terms of wrestling history, guys, I think I'm gonna go ahead and say it point blank. I don't think it really makes any difference when a lot of these moments happen because there it's wrestling, it's action, it's real action that you know that you do not see, you do not see that anymore. Boxing. I mean that, that, that we all miss that. I mean. JD obviously, like I said, been following wrestling a long time. You know what I'm talking about. More. Ned, I'm sure you know what I mean. Fonzie, definitely. I mean, I mean, that's what you call true action, like that person. So, I mean, but that's just that's that's just my that's 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 my that's my personal take on that. Person. Okay, next next one here we have right here, guys. Going back to and speaking wait, of classic, did, wait, I thought Mitt was having one. Oh, Mitt, I'm sorry, Mitt. Did you have one? I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Um, no, I really didn't. Are you sure? I mean, no. Yeah, I don't want to take. Uh, I don't take away your opportunity. Yeah, That's I'm sure. Me. I'm sure. Oh, okay. All right. Well, JD, you heard me. I asked. Okay. There you yep. go. Okay. I think he just enjoys just talking about what we got. Listen. I, 
think Mitt loves what we're doing. I th- yeah, and I'm occupied watching Funny with my family right now. That's a good one, yeah. Oh, the pay story. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> hey, Chad. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Geez. Um, yeah. This, hey, JD. Okay. Let me ask both of you. Okay. This was for WrestleMania three, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. This was at Madison Square Garden, right? No. No, the Pontiac Silverdome. This was the Okay. This was this was um what uh Andre the Giant and uh Hogan. Hogan. Yes. Hogan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Okay. All right. Okay. I just want to make sure. I saw this one. This oh, was yeah. a good match. The whole I think the whole WrestleMania three was good, honestly. The the shocking of the all the whole thing was Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant match when Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre, picked him up. Yeah, how big he was, like five hundred pounds and seven point yeah, five two or seven four four. Somewhere yeah. got yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right around the ball. <laughs> yep. yeah. Absolutely. So there you go. See, it's, it's always, always fun to talk about great moments like this. Very, very fun indeed. And that's the match that Speaking. put. Sorry. And that's the match that put WrestleMania um, on the map. If you really think about it. Yes, it did. That yep. match wasn't the greatest match of all time, but it was good for what it was, just to hype Hogan. Well, of course. I mean, yes, and because, I mean, they said, didn't they say going into that, they said that uh, I think even Vincent Manning even acknowledges that Andre was in pain going into that yeah, match. Yeah, they talked about it in the Andre the Giant documentary. Yeah, his back was screwed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, let me tell you, I think, I've heard, I've heard, we've heard stories from Hogan, from Vince, hey, even the late Bobby Heenan even said some. Some uh, some big time stuff there. Uh, you know, Bobby Heenan acknowledged that during his 2004 Hall of Fame speech. I think it was, and uh, so, but uh, but I mean, I mean, I mean, rarely you rarely ever heard any praises from Heenan. But I mean, but but per, on a personal level, I mean, if anyone was able to deliver deliver anything of that caliber, I mean, Bobby Heenan really did. And, I, and Bobby Heenan, like I said, I'm sure that was probably a big moment for him. That was one of the, his big, probably his biggest one right there was managing yep. Andre and that's many three. I mean, I'm sure he had others. And, and of course, Hogan that. and Hogan and Bobby, of course, go back to the AWA days with Nick Bockwinkle, you know, in the early 80s, like 82, 83. I mean, when Bockwinkle had the AWA championship, however, Super Sunday alone, you see what happened in St. Paul. And then the thing was, our Hogan was the first to jump power to WWE along with me and Gene. And then afterward, Jesse... Bobby, however, and the other guys jumped to the WWE, however, in 84 and 85 around that time. However, there was not many people. I mean, once Hogan left the AWA territory with the brain, however, I think that's when the AWA started to crack a little bit. But it didn't become a bigger crack until the mid to late 80s, however, especially when USWA and WCCW got involved, however, and uh, they were trying to at least compete with Vince. And after Crockett had basically sold his company to Turner and everything like that. Like I said, I have the book, however, uh, something with the territories, however, it's like that. It's it's a very unique book, though. I will tell you that, though. 
Okay, there you go. Uh, next one here, we'll talk about. You talk about one from a long time ago here as well. Uh, we go back to Saturday night's main event. I'm not sure of the exact date, but I know this was in July of 1990. The Ultimate Warrior versus Ravishing Rick Rude. JD, your thoughts here? I. Uh, it wasn't as good as their match, however, from Mania 5, I thought, however, because I remember hearing stories that Rude and Heenan really did not like the way the Warrior was around this time, or it was, I think, however, sometime after the WrestleMania 6 fiasco, however, what went down, however, I'm not trying to say fiasco, the, uh, the match that happened at WrestleMania 6, however, but I think how once that happened, how you just couldn't tell if Warrior was willing to play ball and defend both belts, because at the time no one had seen a double champion in the WWE, and especially when you had someone, like I said, with Warrior. You know, I mean, it wasn't bad, but I still don't think it was one of their greatest matches, though. I think if I want to see a match like that with them two, I think it was a half-decent match at Mania 5. I think SummerSlam, they had a pretty good match, too. But this one was not one of my favorites of them together in the ring, because I just, I think the timing was off and the chemistry between the two of them was iffy. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, I remember, I'm sure you remember, J.D., from, what was it, the 89 Rumble when they did the first um, Hose Down Challenge? Remember that? Yeah, moment? that one, I remember that, yes. I, that was okay. That was not too bad, yeah. Fonzie, uh, Ultimate Warrior versus Rick Rude from Saturday Night's Main Event in 1990. This was good. This was good. So, Mitt, uh, Saturday night's main event, July of 1990, uh, Ultimate Warrior versus Ravishing Rick Yeah, it wasn't as good as it was, like JD said, but it was, it was decent. Sure. Okay, there you go, guys. Uh, we'll take care. We'll take care of a, several more here, but we'll, we'll get to, we'll get up to. Let's see, we're already gotten six matches from my list. And I know and I know y'all right. have definitely have brought in some good ones here as well. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna read off about four more before we close it out for the night here. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, next one I have here from January second, nineteen eight I'm sorry, January second, two thousand and six. Excuse me, let me rephrase that. January second, two thousand and six, Monday Night Raw. Shawn Michaels versus King. JD, your thoughts here? Not bad match, I will say. Not too bad, however. I mean, Shawn did have some good moments on Raw, you know, over the years. And this was, I mean, pretty decent. This was okay. Not really bad. Somewhat entertaining for what it was. So that being said, that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, uh, January 2nd, 2006, uh, Monday Night Raw, Shawn Michaels versus King. Yeah, HBK, sexy boy. This is a good match. Yeah. <laughs> Mid, uh, January 2nd, 2006, Monday Night Raw, Shawn Michaels versus Kane. Yeah, it was a good match. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, next one here that we've got. Um, we go back up a little ways. We still stay on Monday Night Raw, guys. Uh, March 7th, 2016, Monday Night Raw, Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt. J.D., your thoughts here? 
JD. Sorry, sorry about that. I had to do something. What was the match now? It was the Dean Ambrose, Ambrose versus King. Dean Ambrose versus Dean Ambrose versus Monday Night Raw, March 7th, 2016. Ambrose versus who again? Sorry. Dean, <laughs> Dean Ambrose versus Dean Monday Night Raw, March 7th, 2016. All right. Let's see what you guys have to say first. I'll come back to me last then. Okay, Fonzie, uh, March 7, 2016, Monday Night Raw, Dean Ambrose versus Matt. Yeah, this was a good match. Okay. Mitt, um, uh, March 7, 2016, Monday Night Raw, Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt. Um, decent match, bad um, booking. Right, Thermal. Okay. JD, Ambrose versus Wyatt, Monday night. It was okay, okay for what it was. I'm sorry. It was okay for what it was. I mean, it wasn't great. I mean, it was all right, but it wasn't spectacular. I thought it could have been just a little bit better. You know, I mean, it was kind of there, you know. I mean, it was, eh, for what it was, so, you know. Indeed. Okay. And I got a good one. All right. Okay. Go ahead, JD. Super Clash 3, Jerry the King Lawler versus the Modern Day Warrior, Kerry Von Eric, December 1988. Unification match. Unification match, yep. Yeah. Well, well, J.D., you chose it. Let's hear what you got. Let's hear your, your input on this. This was one of Lawler and Von Eric's greatest, best matches, however. I mean, you think about it. This was a couple years after Von Eric got involved in the motorcycle accident. And everything like that. How, and despite the fact what happened, happened. And as far as Lawler goes, I mean, he was the AWA champion, Howard. But the thing about that was so weird. How you talk about money and everything like that. None of those wrestlers, I think, were ever paid whatsoever from Vern Gagne, however, whatsoever. I mean, you took a look at the card who was on that card. Jimmy Valiant. You took a young Jeff Jarrett. You take a look at uh, Diamond Dallas Page and Bad Company. You take a look at the Lingerie Battle Royal, Howard, that had the... Uh, POWW girls, however, mind you, the powerful uh, women of wrestling are all wrestling in lingerie. I mean, even Ivory was in that match. You had uh, other people in that match, like I said. You had the Rock and Roll Express on that one. I mean, it was considered one of the worst shows of 1988. I mean, it was just not that great of a show. I mean, I've had a chance to go back and watch that show. I mean, it was two days before my 12th birthday, which was so weird because I was only 11 at the time. But the funny thing was, a couple weeks before, however, the funny thing was, our Survivor Series was in its second year. Two weeks after that, then you had AWA, however, Starcade 88, True Grid, however, on a rare Monday, however, right after Christmas, however, which was the first time, I think, however, they went into December. But it was so weird, however, because, like I said, this was one of the last AWA uh, pay-per-views, however, that would air, however, and... A lot of people to this day say it was one of the worst AWA shows of 1988. And I think they lost their TV deal with ESPN, too, if I remember correctly, sometime before or after that, I think, because they were always on ESPN every afternoon, like 4 o'clock or whatever. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, Super Clash 1988, uh, Jerry Lawler versus Kerry Von Erich, a title unification match. Yeah, this was good. 
Mitt, Super Clash 88, uh, Jerry Lawler versus uh, Kerry Von Erich in a title unification match. Yeah, this was a good match. Okay. All right. We now go, we're going to go up a little ways from what JD just mentioned. Thank you, JD. Very good match there. Very good choice indeed. Um, we go to WCW Saturday night, uh, October 11th, 1997. Yes, we go back a little ways here. Goldberg taking on Roadblock. JD, your thoughts here. Yeah, this was a couple weeks in the goal. I think this was one of the first few early appearances for Goldberg, I remember correctly, how on TBS Saturday night, however, mind you. And this was, uh, like I said, again, Goldberg, of course, thought, however, he could, uh, like I said, early on in his career, he was looking to show that he was, uh, even though he was a green rookie at the time, he was looking to try to make a big, big splash early on, and he kind of did, however, by uh, doing so, however, here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fonzie, uh, Saturday night, October 11th, 1997, Goldberg versus Roadblock from WCW Saturday night. Yeah, this was good. Okay. Mitt, uh, Saturday, uh, WCW Saturday night, October 11th, 1997, Goldberg versus Roadblock. Yeah, it was a decent match, and I remember watching it. <laughs> It wasn't spectacular, but it was decent. Okay. All right. Thank you there, Mitt. All right. One more, guys, before we close up close up for the night here. We're going we're going to end it with a real big bang here. If if Thanks if you be uh, Yeah, JD might know this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm done. I'm joking. Okay. Okay. WrestleMania 23, of course, that was in 2007. World Heavyweight Title Match: Batista versus The Undertaker. JD, your thoughts, please. If I remember, this was the Buried Alive match. I think too. How it was a pretty good match, if you remember. Like I said, it was entertaining for what it was. How, and uh, like I said, if it wasn't the Buried Alive match, it was a pretty good match for what it was. You know, it was entertaining. Bonzi WrestleMania 23, 2007, Batista versus Taker, World Heavyweight Title. Uh, yeah, this was a great match. Um, Mitt, WrestleMania 23, World Heavyweight Title, Batista versus The Undertaker. Um, I remember we talked about this last week. It was a really good match. This is where Taker did a um, suicide dive from top of the ropes and everything. Yeah, he still had the skill in doing that. Uh, you know, uh, I hope he don't do that next week. Be honest with you, I hope he doesn't either. But, I mean, he just turned fifty-five a couple of days ago. And he just got his leg repaired, didn't he? The hip. I think his yeah, his leg. I know he did his. I think he got his leg redone. I think his hip. I, I think his hip-wise, I think he's uh, had hip surgery, leg surgery. Yeah. Because I had to yeah. tell you when I was at. 27, it was hard for me as an Undertaker fan growing up seeing him struggle to get up like that after all that slamming. I yeah, don't I mean, was, I really don't think it's the dirty fault for his part for not retiring. I think it's the Undertaker saying, you know, I got a few years left or whatever. 
Well, I think what AJ's been saying is promos lately about the Taker. Some of it is true. I mean, Taker should have retired six years ago after the whole incident at Mania 30. I don't know why he wants to keep on going at this point. But some of it is a little out of bounds, especially when you involve Michelle McCool and his family. Not cool. So, I mean, part of it's interesting, however, but part of it is also uh, somewhat... uh, part of the story, and some of it's uh, very true. I mean, the guy has been competing since the mid-80s. As me, Mark Callis, Texas Red, he's been all over the territories, whether it be Texas, World Class, WCW, WWE, more than anything. And he's uh, mm-hmm. fought them all, and he's had the longest streak ever. But I think next year, at this point, by next year, you've got to say it's time to basically go in the Hall of Fame, retire, and this will be the final chapter. It should have been retired after the Roman thing a few years ago, but no, he just wanted to keep going. I mean, hopefully this will be the last time, but as I said, six years ago, you should have just hung it up when you could. Seriously. And, and to be honest, the, uh, what's to that? To be honest, the undefeated streak really didn't feel special to me because a lot of oh, it Oh, yeah, like, it, is, it is with me too, and I think everyone feels that way too, yeah. Because a lot of it was, you know, you saw three Triple H matches with him. You yeah. think... Mark Henry. Yeah. Why you didn't go with a, some of the legit legends on there? And even and even well, before Lesnar, and also sorry, Chad. And even before Lesnar, and I think you all agree to this, and many of you will probably agree. As Chad will agree, and I'm sure maybe Fonzie. Before even Lesnar had a chance to stop the streak, Shawn Michaels had a couple chances to stop it. Triple H even had to stop it at one point. I mean, from Mania, I mean, Mania 25 through 27, those three, that three-year window, that streak could have ended at any time with Sean Twice and even Triple H in the Hell in a Cell. It was damn close. Even Kevin Nash oh. was real close at WrestleMania 12. Remember? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, WrestleMania 12 with him and Nash. That's right, early in the streak. Yep. Mania 13, Sid had a chance to basically uh, be a part of it and hold on to the title, and Hager beat him in Chicago. Yeah, so, I mean, I would have thought, now you talk about Shawn Michaels, I really thought, and you said that, of course, Shawn Michaels had two times, I think it was like two in a row, I believe it was. I really thought after many of 26, you know, in Arizona, I really thought that was it. I, I thought really 25, thought no, I thought 25 was it because it came damn close. 26 was good, but 25, I think, was a little bit more better than 26 because 25 was Thank just you. so... Because you knocked the Thank camera guy out. 26 is good too, Chad. Don't get me wrong, but 25, I, and I have to say 25. Because, I mean, you go back and watch that again, you'll see what I mean. 26 was good, but 25 was right there. And yeah. the thing about 25, that match itself, yeah. it helped invent something. Oh, yes. If you realize it invented something in wrestling, you can't finish... Oh. A match is not finishing no more. Exactly. And, and and you mentioned WrestleMania 30. We we know for a fact that that was the one where he lost the streak to Brock Lesnar. We know we know that. And I really thought I also really thought I back to what I said this a month ago. I really thought that WrestleMania 30 would have been that. But I bet you it took one person to kind of revitalize him to go back and try to do it again. And that was Bray Wyatt. But you remember WrestleMania 31, a year later, he faced off against Bray Wyatt. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah, Bray was the next year because 30, however, like I said, I was at the show. Right. 
And to be honest, but, and to be honest, if I had to choose a partner for um, Undertaker right now, it wouldn't have been AJ. It would have been someone like Seamus. Right. Mm-hmm. And finally, fishing him a margarita. Just <laughs> roll up the machine. Yeah. No. That's okay. That's okay, Fonzie. Fonzie's getting in the drink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fonzie's getting drunk. <laughs> Drinking Corona. I ain't getting drunk. I'm joking, Fonzie. John. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, uh, um, other than other than like I said, but we'll we'll definitely start to we'll definitely do a lot more of these of course next week here. And like I said, I'll go back to of course um I'll go back to some others that I have talked about here in the past here. Also some moments in wrestling history as well that definitely do stand out as well. Um we'll definitely and like even though we might have talked about some of these before, I will we I like to read hey, JD. Uh, when <sighs> What pay-per-view did Owen Hart remember the tragedy, 1999? Over the Edge, 1999. Over the Edge. Over the edge. Did, they, yeah. did they um, postpone the rest of, of the matches, or did they continue? No, no they went on with the show. They, went they on should the show. have. They should they have. Should have that night. Cause it, in fact, they'll be, show, they'll be talking about that this year, however, coming up here in the next month or so on the... Dark Side of the Ring uh, documentary, which, by the way, they're going to talk about New Jack this week. That is going to be very, very... I mean, if you thought the Ben thing was graphic, New Jack's is going to be even more. Well, let me take, let me emphasize about the... If I may, J.D., about the... Fonzie, you bring up Over the Edge in 1999. WWE, in very, very cautious detail, and I emphasize the word cautious detail, Yep. Had started showing that pay per view on the network, I believe. Yep. But, but they have put a dis. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, JD, correct me if I'm wrong here. I think they did put some sort of disclaimer. Yes, they cut away from it. They did not want it to air because it was too graphic. Right, but they did. That sh- they, they still, of course, aired the pay per view because they did. They still aired the pay per view. But yeah, you're you're right. You're right about that. They. uh did not show them that that moment at all, uh, um, because 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 of that. But uh, but uh, but they showed it because of like sort of, of what the uh, of the event there. And I think they probably might have edited some some other things in it too. I'm not sure, but I think yeah. I'm not. But uh, yeah, so but I, but that that's one thing that really struck me was that that was starting that, that and I really thought that was going to be the, the, the beginning. Of possibly Owen Hart's widow wanting to play ball with WWE and say, you know, we know Owen needs to be honored, especially put in the Hall of Fame and everything like that. But of course, obviously, I think what really Stoltz took that away from was the fact when they released a DVD about what was about the Hart family or something, and I, or it was about Owen himself or something, and there was something that she didn't condone or anything that the way WWE performed it. I think after. She gave them technically, in a way, gave WWE her blessing, I guess, in a way to do it. Or I think I, that, I'm sure probably Great Hart may have probably had a hand in pushing that DVD too. I'm sure. 
But I mean, I don't. I mean, well, Brett has actually has had words with Martha Hart. I think JD can probably back me up he on has. this. Yes, he that has. Brett Hart yes, first had. Yeah. So I mean, so 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 that, there there you go. There indeed. Um, gentlemen, here, uh, like I said, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, um, thank you very little. Uh, thank, thank, yeah, thank you very little. Uh, JD, by the way, I'll have a Bloody Mary and a steak sandwich and a steak sandwich. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Doc Hawk yeah. Toast Toy. <laughs> no, no, Dr. Rosen to you. Dr. Rosen. Dr. Rosen. Dr. Rosen. I'm looking for the records. What's, what, what's the number there? B1. 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 Thank you very much. F5 you can take the, the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, also, by the way, guys, you can't forget this one. No, 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 Thank you. Thank you very little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, JD, would you like to uh, reiterate as to um, anything that uh, you might have planned for, that you have planned for Monday, of course, on Raw Radio? Well, we hope we will talk about. Uh, what has happened over the weekend, if anything has changed, but of course, we will tell you, of course, uh, actually, Monday will be very interesting because Monday, folks, however, will be a special, unique date in WrestleMania history, but also, next Tuesday, folks, however, will be a very special day in wrestling history, which we'll talk about as well. Uh, with hmm. WrestleMania a week away, however, is it going to be worth watching? We're going to try to break down some of the matches that will be on the card, however. Like I said, we'll let you know what matches are on how, and what our predictions are if we get it up and running because we have had an issue the last couple times of uh, doing shows of uh, like debate and revisited. How, hopefully we'll have it up for you this Monday, 3 p.m. Join John, myself, Fonzie. Uh, maybe if you want to come on, you're more than welcome to come again. As always, how, and the rest of the panel, way too tough. One three eight seven four four pound Plus, we will have our ratings and other stuff, Howard, so definitely you do not want to miss it as well, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Monday at 3 p.m. on the Talk Shoe Radio Network. Also, guys, we're talking about the situation. All right. Bonds, you might want to turn that down a little bit. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, and, and, and reading there also, of course, a story here I'm sure a lot of folks have probably heard in this ongoing situation with this pandemic that three more states have already signed stay-at-home orders. And sad to say, ladies and gentlemen, one of them is North Carolina. It was it went into effect today, and it well, it went it was signed today, but it will go into effect this Monday, I believe. I believe it's what it was at five o'clock Eastern time. Oof. So late. Yeah. So, so, so like I said, WCWSHQ, but, but guys, that's because of that. That's not going to keep the big man down here. No, 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 no. I will be here. I will be doing, we will be doing everything that we, of course, are, are famous for doing. And that is, of course, talking about wrestling. So, just because of that, is that's because the state might be shut down, but that is it's not that's not going to shut me down. Am I am I right about that? Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much, there indeed. So yes, yeah, so say a prayer for everyone, of course, here in North Carolina. As of course they get prepared, set prepared here next week here to I guess go on this, for the whole state 
because complete lockdown. My neck of the woods here, they're actually not going to go back to school until May 15th. They pushed it back. It was supposed to end today, but unfortunately, that's been pushed again. Can't go to church. Can't go eat. Can't go to go school. Some of them come to school. <laughs> and they're going to say, here, we need you to put this cork up your... Mm-hmm. Huh. And, uh, yeah, okay, that, that's hilarious. Yeah, that fat chance. And also, guys, I got to leave you here. I got to mention this to you right fast. I don't know if you've seen this video or not. I don't know how. I don't know who posted it. It was on YouTube. I don't know who posted this. I saw something that apparently that there's a group. There's a group of spring break partiers at a beach somewhere. I'm not sure where. Apparently, they have defied the coronavirus uh, warning, and they're out down. They're down there partying like it's like nothing's going on. And it's got a lot of people concerned. If you see that video, uh, yeah. So uh, that's 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 just kind of a that's that's a sad uh, sad sad thing here, guys. Um, um, JD, I'd like to add on. Sorry, I'd like to add on. Let us pray for Coco Beware. He's asking people to donate money to for him to have a knee replacement surgery. So there's a GoFundMe page for him. Yeah, I think we saw you posted the link there, JD. Can you post that link up on the page, please? I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll we'll, post, we'll get it on one of the pages, Mitch. Thank you very much for letting us know about that. Um, uh, gentlemen, anything else y'all wish to add before we close up shop here for the, for the for the night and for the weekend? We all can say about this virus. Those suck our nuts. That's what we can do. That's what the virus can do right now. They can suck our nuts. You know, I'm tired. Every time you hear something, you know, stuff like that, you know, but that's all I got to say about it. We're going to get through it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, well, as I said, man, like, I said, like I said, we're stuck in the house. We're luckily we take a shit. You know, we're lucky we do. Seriously, yeah. you know. But, but yeah, that's all I gotta say well, about that. Well, well, like I said here, ladies and gentlemen, they have not. I don't know why they have not mentioned this on any of our, on on any of these press conferences that Trump is having that's had lately and of course of course we can we can now report or finally they're going to they're going to they pass the bill that released those stimulus checks so where we're going to use that we're going to use that i don't know but i mean still i mean there you go but still that that's one that's one light at the end of the tunnel i mean but let me go ahead and say this one quick thing they have neglected to say this one thing right here concerning this whole coronavirus thing, which I have that which I have said many, many times over is the ultimate cure, and that is prayer. Yep. That is the ultimate cure is prayer. Sit back, ladies and gentlemen. Pick up a Bible. I listen to an online church service, and there's gonna be a bunch of them out there now. My own church started doing it last Sunday. 
Which, by the way, guys, if y'all want to hear it, it's on my wall. If you want to look at it, it's a good. It's good. Trust me, it is. Um, but pray, ladies and gentlemen. Just pray. That's all we can do. Uh, on that note, here, folks, I do thank you very much for joining us here for episode 813 of WWS Revolution. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. I definitely want to thank the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. I definitely want to thank the King of Clubs, Mint Patel, for joining us here tonight. Uh, say a little prayer out there for the Black Widow. And Danny from North Park, who could not make it in tonight, that's understandable. I see why. But, uh, thank, but, uh, but we do are thinking about them as well. I think about everybody here, not just in the radio network, but all around the country and all around the world, ladies and gentlemen. That is has that been affected big time by all this. And we truly, like I said, need, just like we did with 9-11, I mean, this is the modern day version of that, I guess you could say. We need to all stand together. We need to all stand united. Yes, and this may, this may not be to some people a big deal, but a lot of people are taking precautions and they're doing what they feel is right. It's a free country. If you need to do that, then do it. Trust me. And then that way, you feel a lot better about yourself. Feel a lot better overall. Period. And and like I said, and I and we do pray for the families of those that have been lost. They said over a hundred thousand people in the U.S. have already and over and just recently and just recently here, uh, almost fifteen hundred people have passed. But we we but, but we sympathize. But but like I said, folks, this is taking its toll on everybody. This is I mean everything has just pretty much come to a standstill. It has pretty much put this country. It's almost as if they're just, in other words, that the, the lock has been put on the front door and nobody else outside of the United States can come in. I mean, I, we, we, but we pray, for, we pray for everything. We pray for us all. Because like I said, if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for, you know, you know, if it wasn't for all this, you know, where would, where would people turn for help in the, in the time of need? I'm seeing it firsthand myself. I know how it is. But we just all what we all just simply need to do at this point in time. Regardless if you're here in North Carolina, if you're up in Pennsylvania, you're in Georgia, you're in New York, you're in Arkansas, you're in Canada, you're anywhere. You need to definitely say a big time prayer for all those here affected by this by this. And this is a crisis, yes. But you would just need to continue just to say one prayer after another because at this juncture ladies and gentlemen that's all we really can do i mean and pray that you know an outcome a good outcome comes out of this and that one of these days i was starting to think about this earlier today that you know one of these days what we're all missing nothing we're missing more than anything is we're missing the opportunity to you know shake 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 the hands of 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 friends, family, and neighbors, to give them hugs, to give them kisses, to, you know, I mean, we're, we're just missing, you know, doing all that because they say you're not supposed to be able to touch anybody else. It's almost like they're telling us to put on hazmat suits every time we're coming outside. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not that severe. 
And a lot of folks, like I said, are concerned. And yes, that there is a need for concern. Yes, they are worried and there is a need to be, to be worried. But ladies and gentlemen, there is a time for that you can put that out of your mind and stop thinking about it and just simply, you know, be at peace. Let the, let the Lord come in and let him, let, let, let him set you straight. JD, I'm sure you do that about every day. Mitt, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Fonzie does. I'm sure everybody does. But Fonzie already left us for the night, so Fonzie, take care, sir, and stay safe as well. But we will be here. WWS is not going down by this by any means necessary. And anybody tells me otherwise, as The Rock used to say, just bring it. Pure and simple. <clears throat> be sure to check us out on WWS Power Hour tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, 141-364-POUND, as we will be reviewing everything that's going on in the radio network this week. Let's all bring you Saturdays, wrestling history and birthdays, and also some wrestling news tidbits from 411mania.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, WWS this morning, uh, Sunday morning at 8 a.m., of course, right here on TalkShoot.com, 805-8613-POUND, as we will, of course, uh, talk about uh, where our sh shows will be at next week. Uh, just give a small preview of that. Plus, also, we'll bring you Sunday's history and birthdays and also some wrestling news tidbits coming from 411 Mania as well. <clears throat> Revolution episode 813 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will always remain, if I have anything to say about it, your wrestling connection. Folks, please stay safe. Please take care. Please pray for one another. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is not going to be around for long. You continue to pray. You continue to stay united. This will be the ultimate barrier against this dreaded flu bug. Plain and simple. Take the precautions if you need to. Yes. But just stay safe tonight. And from here on in until this blows over. But ladies and gentlemen, by this time, hopefully within the next month or so, we won't be talking about this. You know, things will be back to the way they are. And I'm not promising it. I'm not guaranteeing it. But I have it in my heart, ladies and gentlemen, which is what the good Lord has laid on me. And that is what I'm saying. But if you can't trust that, then I don't know what else to say or do. <clears throat> uh, J.D., did you have something to close us out with? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, to close out episode 813 of WWS Revolution, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, has our closing theme of the night. All right, here we go. Wrong house. Sister. <laughs> oh, I missed you so much. I waited up all night for you, you know. Long way from West Africa. <laughs> 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 Oh.
my present this year. <laughs> See? I smelled it. He's back. Brian, have to look. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? We know what's going on here. We know you're trying to each other. What? No. Oh, <laughs> brothers and sisters don't look at each other like that. He sent you to West Africa for a reason, Ryan, to separate you and your sister. You're crazy! Oh, yeah? What's this? He's my present this year. <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God! I'm your son, and I'm in love with your daughter. Ugh. Ryan, what is in that box? Unbelievable. Holy shit. I love that we have so much in common because we grew up together. And I just want to wake up every morning to the smell of you and Folger's Colombian dark rose. Emily, will you make me the happiest brother? <laughs> Dad! Get off of me! Oh, oh, no. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.